old The weather outside is not that cold And if you take my hand, I'll walk with you to Georgia and welcome to Country with Celine. I'm your host, Celine Chamarki, and on today's show, we have the lovely Colton Flanagan. Just staring at the headlights, and rolling with the windows down. I'm running every red line to see how fast I can leave this town. And there's a hundred miles to separate what stands between me. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. So before we dive into music, let's get to know you a little bit more. So where are you from? So I'm from Lexington, Tennessee. Um, I'm right between Memphis and Nashville, like literally almost right between Memphis and Nashville. So it's a small town right outside. We're probably 30 minutes east of Jackson, Tennessee. So... Well, you got the best of yeah. both worlds. <laughs> yeah, there's music on both sides there. Yes, exactly. Now, the, just throwing this one out there before I get to the next question. Are you an Elvis fan? Uh, I mean, you know, kind of. Kind of? Okay. I guess I'm not. I'm, there's a lot of people around here that are just diehard Elvis fans, you know, and that's not me. You know, I'm just more older country than I would be, I guess, Elvis. <laughs> Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I, I was just wondering because I know Sun Records is in Memphis and I was just there two years ago. So I'm like, I have to ask. He said like he's in the middle there. Um, yeah, yeah. I actually play in Memphis a lot. That's awesome. Well, so, yeah, I'm in I Memphis got, a lot. I got to walk um, Beetle Street. I think that's what it's called. Beetle Street. Beetle Street. Yes. Okay. Beetle Street. Beetle Street. Yeah. How you say it? Beale, okay, I thought it was Beetle Street. Beetle. Um, no, yeah. It's so live, like that little section there. It's not even that big, but it's like so live. There was people no, like walking it's... all over the place. There was like entertainment everywhere. It's really, honestly, Tennessee no. is music like state. <laughs> it's music state. That's what it, it is. is. It is. It uh, is. Especially in the West and Middle. Yeah. I so. love that though. Love it. Love it. But yeah. Well, um, so Colton, when did you realize that music was something that you wanted to pursue? So I've, you know, I've always been a music lover since I was a little kid, you know. Um, but I guess it was about four years ago, four or five years ago, I decided I wanted to pick up the guitar and start playing. Because I always like to sing, you know, in my truck and just run around stuff. But I decided I wanted to learn how to play the guitar. So I picked it up. And after the first month of me learning, I was, you know, starting to play a few songs. And then it just opened up a whole new... Yep. Can of worms, I guess you could say. Makes sense. Now, how old are you exactly, if you don't mind me? I'm, I'm 31. You know so. what? You can be 50 and you can finally pick up a guitar. And if that's what you want to do, well, you but, can gun it and go for it. Age, yep. there's no limit on, on age, honestly. Not at all. So what was Not the first all. song that you learned on the guitar? Um, I'm pretty sure it was Can't You See. Okay. Yeah, I think it was Can't You See, uh, or it was, uh, it might have been a um, hunting, fishing, and loving every day. It was one of those two. I can't remember. Okay, okay. And, I, and, honestly, and honestly, it was probably one of those two because it was those are like two of the easiest songs to play. 
I swear a lot of um, country songs are just those four chords. So if you just know how to like strum like the four chords, you're literally set for like the whole yeah, song. Yeah, you can figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, I learned three chords. That was, you know, yep. that was the thing. I learned three chords and then after three that, chords, you know, you, time sang the truth. You, you start learning <laughs> yeah. three chords and the truth. Three chords. Yep, that's it. Um, now, who did you grow yeah. up listening to? Uh, so in the nineties, <laughs> I was a huge Garth Brooks fan <laughs> and Brooks and Dunn. But when I was like three years old, four years old, you know, I used to think I was Garth Brooks. So, <laughs> so cute. Uh, my mom, she still, she still makes fun of me to that day, you know, to this day about me and how much I loved Garth Brooks, but I kind of grew out of that and I just become more or less like a Brooks and Dunn guy, you know, you can't was, go that was those all the nineties. Oh, no, no, not with Brooks and Dunn. And then uh, after that, it it come to uh, Jason Aldean and Eric Church. So mm. Eric oh Church God. is probably my, he's probably my biggest influence now. I feel like Eric Church is a lot of artists' favorite um, yeah. singer. Because the way he performs, his his lyrics, and his, like just everything about Eric Church is so like unique, too. It but is. It's so it's so intriguing at the same time. It is. He's uh. He's something special for sure. A hundred percent. And now Colton, you have a full-time job, but you still manage to play shows almost every weekend. How the heck do you do that? <laughs> I just, it's, you know, it's what I want. So I'm, until I can just make it a full-time deal. I mean, I guess I technically could now, but you know, why not do both if I can? So I do both. Um, just like this week, I have a show Thursday night. Uh, here in my town, uh, I normally play here about every Thursday night. We got a spot here I play, and then uh, we travel to Memphis to play Tin Roof on Bill Street. Um, and the band Friday night, and then there's a town about an hour and fifteen minutes north of me, Martin, Tennessee. It's a college town. Um, going up there and playing Saturday night. So you know, work forty, forty-five hours a week, and turn around on the weekends and go play wherever I can get in. Hey, if it's something that you so, want to do, you you just sacrifice. And I mean, having two incomes yep. is better than one nowadays, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Especially, yeah. you know, if it turns out to be good nights and music, it can be pretty good. So. Oh, for sure. Um, for sure. But yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah, I enjoy it. As long as you enjoy it, that's all that matters. And now that's it. I want to bring it back to a single of yours called Back memphis now that song is about a long distance relationship i just want to know the story behind this one so it's it's nothing exciting so no it's really nothing exciting so um back in april i guess it was i was uh i opened up for sean stimley a buddy of mine um you probably know some of his songs um but uh, we were doing sound check that afternoon, and uh, he said, what are you doing this weekend? You know, and I was like, well, tonight I'm here. Tomorrow night I got to go back to Memphis to play a show. And he was like, back to Memphis. That's a song title. Write it. And I was like, okay. And I held it in my phone for like five or six months. And then I, uh, I got in contact with my producer now, Davis Branch, who actually Davis co-wrote Georgia with Sean Stimley, his, uh, one of his singles. Oh, wow. So now it's just become like a full circle with this song. And uh, so 
the song, you know, I'm trying to think, well, why do you go back to Memphis? I mean, obviously for me, it was going back to play music all the time. Um, but I, I kind of got the song idea. And after Sean gave me the song title idea, I was driving one day in my work truck and I literally pulled the truck on the side of the road and wrote the chorus in like two minutes. And like, it just came to me and it just, I let it roll. And then uh, Davis and I, we finished it out. Probably, probably took us 10 minutes to write it, you know, total time working on it. So. So um, that's how the story of back to Memphis happened. That's it. That's it. There was no girl. So uh, one of my buddies, who's like, he told me, he said, yeah, I know it wasn't a girl, you know, he said, uh, it's you back to Memphis is going back to playing music there because for the longest earlier this year, I was going there all the time and playing. Mm -hmm. So, but I was like, yeah, I guess, I guess that could be the, you know, the backside of the story. It's going back to playing Memphis, which what everyone hears is, you know, the relations, the yeah. relationship side of it with someone. So it, it can go, but yeah, that's it. However you hear a song, like if it's written one way, the way it's written can have like a double meaning at the same time. So like people can like interpret yeah. it. Way. Yeah. Just like there was a song that I was recently listening to from Nate Smith called She. And at first when I was listening to it, I thought it was about a girl. And then she ended up being Nashville. And it was like, oh, mm -hmm. okay. And I mean, okay, yep. it, it was really like interesting the way he like worded it because you really truly think that he's talking about a girl. Then when you get to the chorus, yeah. then he says Nashville. It's like, oh, so like there's always that double meaning in certain songs. And right. I think that's like the beauty of music at the same time and songwriting. Yeah, you know, yeah. 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 Nate Smith, he's, uh, he's good. He's become one of my new favorites. Yes, he's so. really, really, really talented. Um, and like you were just he mentioning, is. you've opened up for Sean Steemley. Like, okay, I know him. I, I'm sure every single girl knows him. But you also opened up for Corey Smith. Now, those guys <laughs> are two, like, notable singers. Uh -huh. What have you learned from them since opening up for them? Um, so the Corey Smith deal, I didn't even really get to see him. It was, uh, it was, I actually opened up for both of those guys at the same venue, um, just a year or two apart, whatever it was. But, um, Corey, I never got to, I never saw him and, until he got on stage because he was just kind of stayed to his own, you know. But, uh, Sean, you know, man, he's a good dude. He's, uh, you know, he's, he's young too. I mean, obviously he's, you know, way ahead of me right now, but I mean, he's young in the business too. But uh, anytime, if you have any questions, like with him, need any advice, he's he's a nice dude. You know, he's willing to help. So well, he's he's definitely somebody I look up to. No, for sure. It's nice to hear when artists are down to earth in that sense. And they're always willing yeah. to lend a helping hand, especially to up and comers. Because you, you need that. You right. need that type of environment. Oh, yeah. You've, when you grow up. Yeah, you've got you've got to help each other. Yes, of course. Yeah. And I feel like it's really difficult nowadays too. I feel like there's a lot of like pressure from like social media and like just everyone is like in their own bubble sometimes that they don't really think to help people. So it's nice when right. you hear about people lending that, that helping hand. Cause I mean, it goes a long way. It really does. It does. 2022 is 
literally around the corner. 2021 just flew right by, I swear. And even 2020. Uh, flew by. Do we even remember 2020? Like, I mean, besides from what happened that year, like other than that, there's nothing that you really remember. Yeah. So there's, going to 2022 with something that you're looking forward to. Uh, I'm trying, I'm trying to make the move to Nashville. For me, it's, it's so hard because I'm so close, but yet at the same time, I'm just far, you know, just too far at the same time. So, you know, a lot of people that you hear, you know, they move from Georgia or they're moving from North Carolina or South Carolina because they're four or five hours away. I'm an hour and a half away, hour and 45 minutes away. So it's, it's tough to just take that leap of faith when I'm so close at the same time. Um, but I'm hoping, um, we're, we're working on some new songs right now and, uh, I'm hoping one's going to come out. I don't know if it'll be out. I don't think it'll be out this year. Uh, it may be out in January though, but, uh, I'm just going to try to keep writing more songs, putting out more music and hopefully make that move, you know, and, and start traveling more as far as playing shows, getting, you know, start expanding out. Well, when the um, timing is right, it will happen. But, yeah, and that's and that's that's one thing. I didn't want to, I don't want to put you know the cart before the horse with all this. So I've I've tried to been smart about it and trying to do and learn and you know make my way to where when it's time, everything's in place. Yep, and so, in time it will be. Just you have to be patient and trust that yeah, trust in God's that's, timing. That's ultimately what you got to do. That's it. That's all it is. Um, and now, what's something about country music that you just absolutely love? So, I'm a sucker for sad songs. Aren't we I all? I love sad Aren't songs. Aren't we all? <laughs> I love them. I love, I, you know, don't get me wrong. I love the upbeat party songs and stuff. But most of the time, I can literally be in the best mood ever, get in my truck and go do something. And there's probably 90% chance there's a sad song come, coming on my radio that I'm going to play. But I, I don't know. It just, it just, um, it's my getaway, you know, music. If I didn't play music, I would still have just as much love for it. Um, I don't know. It just, it does, you know, it does something for you that you can't get other places, you know? Mm -hmm. so, Very true. You can listen country. to cut, pardon? Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that sad songs you can literally listen to like when you're in the happiest mood or, or late at night or early in the morning. Like you can always listen to a sad song. Like you were saying, it, it's like if you really are happy, like I just said it because it's so true. You can still listen to a sad song and you could then be you like, can. you could be like kind of sad for a little bit, but like you're fine. Like you can just, it's just so therapeutic, honestly. It really is just really therapeutic. It is. It is. And it's tough for me because every time I want to start writing a song, it's going to be, you know, yeah. my, my mind first thing it goes to is something sad. And I'm like, no, let's not do this. That's enough of the sad songs. Let's try to write something different. I know so, something more upbeat, um, upbeat and fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I told, uh, I told Davis, we were working on this next song. We're fixing to just figure out what we were going to do. And I told him, I said, you know, let's not make it about a girl. Let's not make it about nothing sad. I said, even though that's where my mind goes every time when I want to start writing to those two things, because it's easy to write about. 
-hmm. And he was like, okay, so this next one we're coming out with is not going to be slow and a sad song. Okay. So, so we'll see how this one goes. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it's going to be good at the same time. Um, honestly, sad songs are happy songs. All songs are good. Let's be honest here. Yeah. <laughs> All songs are good. Yeah. Um, now, yeah. Colton, we're going to play a little game. Okay. It's right. based on controversial. I think I, I always say the name wrong. Controversial questions. Okay. Nothing political. Okay. But it's, it's just questions that people have been like talking about for like literally years and there's no right. There's no wrong answer. Okay. So the first okay. one is cereal soup. Um, no, I don't think so. Okay. Pineapple on pizza or off pizza? Absolutely. Absolutely not. Pineapple does not go on pizza. No, no, it does not. Thank you. Um, is a hot dog a sandwich? Um, I mean, technically, no. Yes, I guess, because it's on bread. No. I mean, it's between two pieces of bread. That's what that's what someone else said too. No, it's not. A hot dog is a hot dog. And a sandwich is a sandwich. Okay. But see, there's no right and no wrong answer here. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. But yeah, okay. that's true. That's true. Okay. And the next one, toilet paper over or under? So, you know, when you put the toilet paper um, on like, the rack, does it yep. hang over or to the wall? Under. Under. Wow. Okay, then. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's fair. That's fair. I think over, but it's okay. That's where like we're at. You're entitled to your own <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's just so funny because I've been seeing these questions like circle and I'm like, you know what? Instead of asking different questions that I normally do, let's ask these questions and see like with their opinion on, on these because it's quite yeah, interesting. Yeah. But I'm glad it's funny. It, it is, it is. Yeah. And I'm glad you said pineapple off pizza and not on. Yeah, that's that's now you can eat pineapple by itself or you know with other things, so pie or something, but not on pizza. No, just not. It's so, not on pizza. Yeah. Now, what's your background, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, my bedroom. No. <laughs> no, not. Oh, I thought you meant here. <laughs> no, your background. Like, are you like uh, German, Russian, Italian? Like, what's your background? Oh, American, oh. like just American. Like, I'm American. I'm just American. Just American. Yeah, slight, you know, half American, half redneck, I guess. Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's fair. So you're. I was kidding. Not really that redneck. You know, I'm pretty country, but I'm not that redneck. Oh my god, that is too funny. You know, um, there was a TikTok that I saw recently of this like redneck guy who put beer cans on his head and pretended to be like the the singer, and he was going. I'm a redneck, redneck. Like the way he was saying it was so funny because he was mimicking this song, but it was, it was too. Yeah. Funny. I'm sure people like listen to this <laughs> and be like, what are you talking about? But I'm going to put it in here so everyone knows that I'm not crazy and I will send you it too. Yeah. So you know I'm not crazy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I, I believe you. Thanks. Thank you. Well, um, thank you so much. <laughs> Colden for chatting with me on Country with Celine. It was thank you. so much fun. And I can't wait to hear the new song. 
that you guys are going to be releasing next year. Yep. I'm, I'm ready to get it out. We're going to do, uh, I think we're going to do this one in a few more. Uh, they'll be pretty quick, you know, first part of the year. So I'm really excited to get these out. So, 20. but until then, but until then, <laughs> stream back to Memphis all y'all can. That's fair. Back to Memphis. Yes. Just stream it, download back it. Back to Memphis. And engulf yourself so, in that song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now if you, you know, you see this and you hear the story to it, it's going to be like, oh, this is not as exciting anymore. You know, honestly, you know I was no a girl in Memphis. I was expecting some like this relationship that I had in the past and it happened, this and that. But no, it's not. But that's okay. No, no. That's okay. You know, you get ideas from anywhere. So literally you can and you make it your own and it can turn into anything. Yep. That's it. So well thanks again, Colton, and I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Yeah.